Hello and welcome to the Finance, Business, and Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Adina Applebaum. I'm an accredited financial counselor, financial and business coach, and public interest immigration attorney. This show is all about the relationship between empowering ourselves through finances, building businesses that create social change, make an impact, and also help us and our families build wealth in the process, as well as how ultimately these things can assist in your journey of finding your purpose. So many of us have been told that it's either or, that we either have to um, focus on making a lot of money or on helping others and doing good. And this show is all about how it doesn't have to be either or. It can be both and, and in fact, often When you are following your purpose and empowering yourself with your finances and creating a business, it really allows you to do all of these things and thrive financially, as well as make change, help others, and create an impact. So in this show, we're going to be sharing lots of practical steps with you on how you can be strengthening your finances, building wealth, starting businesses, and also starting or continuing on that journey of finding your true purpose. We'll also be sharing lots of stories from our incredible guests who are purpose-driven entrepreneurs, who are experts in these spaces and creating social change um, and inspiring all of us. So thank you for the time to listen to the show. Um, I love, love, love hearing from our audience. So if any episodes in particular resonate with you, or if you're wanting to hear more about a topic, please do reach out to me. The best way is on Instagram at Adina Applebaum. It's linked uh, below in most of the show notes. And I can't wait to connect. Thanks again for taking the time to listen. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Welcome everyone to this talk today about fear and money. We are going to be diving into some really important uh, topics around this. And I know that fear and money is something that we all struggle with, right? It causes us all to have fights with our partners, with our families. It's actually the number one cause of divorce is money, unfortunately. Um, It causes a lot of trauma, like for generations that gets passed down. It affects us on a daily basis with our mental health, with our sleep, with our physical health, um, everything. And it can also really hold us back from um, opportunities in life from being happy and also doing what we're meant to do, what we're here to do in this life, the impact we're meant to make to help other people. So it's a big, big topic, this, this thing about fear when it comes to money and sorry, I think my daughter's trying to pop in you and hear her. Um, so, you know, the way I wanted to focus it today is how it plays out in terms of investing in the stock market, but it does apply to so many different areas of finances and relationships and our personal lives and various aspects of money. Um, But the way it comes up with investing is it ends up being a block I see with a lot of folks in our community where they're not investing, even though they want to be, even though they understand conceptually, um, mentally, cerebrally, that it's important to be investing in the stock market so that they can be 
um, prepared later in life, like for retirement, so they can build generational wealth, so they can grow their money and have their money be working for them instead of just working really hard in a job, trading time for money so that they can, um, you know, pass that money to children, all of that. So a lot of folks that I speak to um, really get why investing in stock market is important, but they're not doing it because of fear. Fear is the number one thing that we see coming up for folks um, in our community about why they're not taking the steps they want to be taking in their finances. And that's normal. And we, we to all experience it and fear is part of being human. And it's a big part of money. So it's very understandable. Um, but I'm going to give some tips today about how you can start overcoming some of that fear, reworking some of that fear so that you can keep moving and do the things you want to be doing with your finances and your life. So, and the, the reason this is so important is so that you can in terms of investing, get over that block around not investing and actually start investing and growing your money and having your money work for you. Right. Um, and so something that is really like the worst way to get started with investing and to work on this area around what's called money mindset, right. Um, is this idea that is underlying for most of us that there's never enough, right? This is basically the concept of scarcity mindset that most humans uh, are experiencing that, you know, it's not our fault. It's we grow up in society hearing that all the time. Um, there's a there's a study showing that most people's relationship with money has actually been set by the age of seven, believe it or not just from what they have observed about money with their family, their communities, in the news, in the media, hearing in school. Um, so that's why I always say mindset and like our thoughts and beliefs about money and the psychology of money is actually the most important thing of personal finances, not the strategy. The strategy is all really important. And I you know, we teach our students that we can teach you that really easily. That's not the hard part. The hard part is the stuff I'm talking about today is like uncovering what some of those underlying beliefs are about money that are preventing you from taking the actions you want to take so that you can have the life you want to have. And that one of those big beliefs that is like getting in the way and the worst way to move forward with your finances is this idea again, that there's never enough money. This is a really big one. Um, and hearing that you might be like, oh, like, I don't believe that. Like, you know, um, that's not something that's crossed my mind, but I'm telling you, it's very likely that subconsciously there is an underlying belief, whether you agree with it or not, that has been drilled into from a young age, just from being part of society, right? Just from observing other people, because the vast majority of people are operating from this. And this is what, you know, if you explore, like, why are we all working so hard? Why are we all hustling? Why are, you know, so many folks in our community, um, in the immigrant community in particular, doing like two or three jobs, right? It's this idea that there's never enough, that we're money's going to run out, that we have to keep working really, really hard and like be this hamster on the hamster wheel chasing, chasing, chasing constantly so that we can be, so that we can have enough and that so that we can be safe. 
Um, so if you resonate with that, and if you're listening, put a, put a one in the comments, uh, put, or put a comment and let me know and let others know so that others don't feel alone. Cause I'm, this is something that's really affecting a lot of us. And many of us like think we might be the only one that's kind of dealing with that. Right. Or we may not even be aware that that's what's playing out in the background. We're just so caught in the work, 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 work so hard, make as much money as you can. Um, but, and we don't even have time to examine, like, why are we doing that? What's causing us to behave that way? What is the underlying belief? And yeah, again, a lot of it is this idea that like, there's not enough, so I have to do this. And ultimately what that's about is about fear, right? That's a fear-driven belief. And it's also about safety and security. That's a huge part of money. Like, and it's, it's really good intentions. Like we want to be safe. We want to have our family be safe. We want to take care of our family. Um, so we're going to work, 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 and try and get that money, try and get that money. Um, right. But then what happens is we get caught in this cycle where there will never be enough because as long as that belief is the one dominating and playing out, there's never going to be enough. Right. It's, it's just like in, an impossible goal to meet, And we're basically, Set our, setting ourselves up for failure, setting ourselves up in this trap to begin with, right? Um, because there's never going to be enough, right? And so this is something that I have certainly struggled with in various ways um, and tying it to like the immigrant experience. Like I've struggled with it being third generation, generation down from Jewish refugees. You know, my great grandparents came here, all four of them for their lives with nothing, um, not a dollar to their name, right? Like just trying to survive. And that fear of actually knowing in reality what that's like to not have enough and to be trying to actually survive and flee for your life, like that gets passed down in generations. And I know a lot of folks in the immigrant community that we work with, like have that same experience. And they may also have had that very real experience of actually not having enough, or maybe their parents did. And so you all, if that's you, like you, this might be very real for you. And that this might be a very driving thing. And it's probably going to get passed down to the next few generations, like it did in my family. If it's not something that you start to bring more attention to, um, and then I also have experienced it myself and understand this and relate to you all being the wife of an immigrant, right? Like, so when my husband Mao came to this country, this was very real for us. We struggled a lot with money, right? And we struggled a lot with figuring out how to pay the bills and survive, right? And he was learning how to be in a new country and all that. And we felt really alone. We felt really scary. We felt a lot of anxiety about money all the time. Um, so I I get it and I have a lot of compassion. Um, and it's for for all of us who have experienced this. And you know, we've gone in and out of that repeating that cycle because it's something, you know, once that fear has been set and that belief has been set, it just continues on. And there's a lot of um, really amazing money mindset work you can do to start to rewrite that narrative, rewrite that story and get more in touch with, we're going to talk about this concept of abundance, this idea that there's more than enough for all of us. Right. Um, and so the reason I want you all to think about this and, and I care so much about it. I'm so passionate about it is because 
when we have the fear living that's constantly um, dominating of not having enough, that keeps us in this trap where we actually don't have enough, right? As long as that belief is the one like subconsciously guiding and influencing your thoughts and behaviors and emotions, you're going to stay in that cycle forever that you will not have enough because that's the reality you're operating from, right? That's the belief system you're operating from. So ultimately, um, what we need to do as a solution um, is to understand the importance of working on your money mindset and rewriting that belief and developing a new relationship with money so that you can get to a place where the fear of not having enough is not controlling you as much and that has a little bit less power. And for those of you who, you know, uh, my social justice people, my people who like to question the patriarchy and capitalism and all of that, like a call to action for you, why, why this is so important too, is because a lot of these, these scarcity fears come from the patriarchy. They come from us, you know, actors and the, the way the economy and society has been set up, trying to keep us all being controlled and in fear so that we comply with and so that we work hard and we we do the jobs and do the work that capitalism depends on for for the economy to function. So if you care about building a more just society, if you care about get helping, you know, the world get to a better place where there's more justice and equality and that people are treated fairly and there's more abundance for everybody, no matter where you're from, no matter what you look like, then this is an important thing to do as well to start doing that work internally to rewrite your own subconscious beliefs that have been implanted in you from society telling you that there's never enough. If you can work on that internally and start rewriting and shifting that belief to a place where you can really feel and believe that there's more than enough for all of us, right? And we we are all deserving of abundance and we don't have to do anything to prove it. And we deserve to be um, making more money and investing our money and growing our money and having our money work for us and receiving more money and giving more money to other people who need it and all of that. Um, that That's how it happens, right? It's, it's incredible. So there's three things I'm going to talk about for solutions, how you can get started on this journey of overcoming this fear around money so that you can, one, start, you know, feeling better in your daily life and not having such a toxic relationship with money. And two, start actually being able to take the actions that your brain may want to take when it comes to your financial planning, when it comes to your investing, when it comes to starting a business, whatever it is but that you're not actually able to make because you have that subconscious fear of there not being enough or whatever the fear is about money dominating and controlling you. So let's talk about those three things. Number one, get clear on what your underlying belief is actually about money. And this does take some inner work. It's usually not obvious. It's usually something that you have to do a little bit of journaling on, right? Um, but take some time, this little homework assignment for you and just spend five minutes and ask yourself the question, like, what is the belief I have about money that's kind of running in the background? Like, what do I fundamentally believe about money? And just 
rewrite and write down everything that comes up. Um, and you'll start to see some trends in there. You'll start to see some patterns that are really helpful that might help you understand how this might be playing out for you in particular. Um, and so one of those beliefs might be that come up, you know, an example I've been talking about here of like, there's never enough. Like I have to keep working, working hard um, to have enough. Essentially, that could be one that comes up. There could be uh, a fear belief around how, you know, you might not feel deserving of money. There could be one about how, you know, there's not enough time and, you know, lots of different variations of this, but you want to know for you specifically, how is this playing out? What is the belief underlying that is playing out in your subconscious, kind of influencing all of your thoughts, actions, emotions, um, related to money. And so that's going to give you that clarity. If we don't have that clarity, we can't change it, right? There's an amazing quote I talk about all the time, awareness precedes change, right? We can't have change if we don't first have the awareness of what the problem is. Um, and so spend five minutes and get that clarity for the first step. Number two, now look at what those thoughts were that came out in that exercise and analyze them a bit. Ask yourself, you know, is that belief basically a limiting belief or an empowering belief? So the belief that came out in step one, is it coming from a scarcity? Is it coming from this idea that there's not enough? Is it coming from something that feels limiting? Is it coming from your ego? Does it feel very like controlling and limiting? How does your body feel reading it out loud, right? Um, if it feels like negative in any way or bad, that's usually a good sign that you have uncovered whatever that belief is underneath that's kind of playing out what your money mindset, one of your money mindset beliefs is that you can work on. Alternatively, maybe you had some really good thoughts about mon money come out. If so, that would be great. Hopefully you had some good and, and some bad, as, you know, and it, it shouldn't be all bad ideally. Um, but, you know, ask yourself, is, is the thought that came out one that came from abundance? Is it coming from this idea that, you know, I, I am in power here and there's more than enough, more than enough for me and that I am supported by the universe. Right. And that I am safe and like everything will always be okay. Right. There's more than enough for me. Um, ask yourself, is it coming from that category as opposed to the first category we talked about that was more about scarcity and limitation and fear. And so starting to categorize your thoughts and beliefs about money under one of these two categories is really powerful because then you can start to see which thoughts are coming more from the scarcity and which are coming more from the abundance. And then we can start to work on the ones in the first category, the scarcity thoughts. So that leads us to step number three. Step number three is once you've identified which of the beliefs are more negative or more like feel bad when you say them out loud, feel limiting, feel controlling. That's when you can start to take action to rewrite them. So the next step is to, once you've identified that, start working on it basically. So start reading books about money mindset, get support from folks who can help you learn how to change that belief. 
forever, right? Your life will completely change. And I have to say from my own constant ongoing journey in this area, it's, it's work that's like pretty hard to do alone. Ultimately, it does have to be work that you are leading yourself because it's your life and you have to take self-leadership and personal responsibility, right? But it's, it's not something we've been taught in school. So I have found it incredibly helpful to get guidance, um, to get support from, from financial coaches, from mentors, from mindset classes, to start to learn strategies, how to change that belief. Cause there's a lot of really powerful tools out there. And also to really get that clarity on the step number one of like, what is the underlying belief? Um, because it, it can be hard to figure that out by yourself at first, if you're new to this and getting support to really uncover it, then you can go right to the changing it and start embracing, okay, what would be the opposite of that belief, right? If I, if I have clarity in what it, what the, what the scarcity belief is, what the fear is, what's, what's that subconscious belief that's holding me back from investing or whatever it is, then you can start to rewrite it. Um, so it's really exciting. So those are my three suggestions. And, um, I hope that this can be helpful for you. I hope that can be of service and ask yourself, do you want to keep living from a place of fear where these beliefs are controlling you, dominating you, affecting every aspect of your life? Or do you want to start getting to a place where you can shift them, where you can rewrite them, where you can transform them and be in a position where they're not holding you back? I would, I would uh, strongly urge you to choose the, the, the second, the latter. And because it has been so life-changing, I have seen for so many of our students, um, for us and our family. And this is something I would just absolutely love to support you with. It would be such an honor to support you in going through my signature process for getting super clear on what your underlying money beliefs are playing out and how to actually rewrite them, shift them, move them so that you can be moving forward with investing, starting a business, um, living the life of your dreams, whatever it is that you're being held back from currently from these fears playing out and dominating, we can shift that. So go ahead and book a session below and we can get started. I'll put the link in the show notes if you're listening on the podcast or on YouTube, um, the link below in the description. Take care.